When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right. Uh, so here's where we are right now on the Colleen and Bradley show. Uh, our friends Donna and Steve from the 9 to Noon show have embarked uh, and are about halfway through an ill-advised juice cleanse. We, of course, on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com and on the brand new shiny app, uh, the My Talk 1071 app. We are everything entertainment, everything no cleanse, cl- team nutrition. Steve is basically operating this thing like a cult. He, he and Donna decided together they would do a juice cleanse. Suddenly, they have recruited 100 followers uh, into juice cleanse. Yeah, they got all their followers, uh, their listeners, to um, buy a bunch of stuff and agree to basically not eat solid food for three days, which, you know, getting people that you are not related to have some sort of business interest with or any, you know, like parental control over to literally change the food that they will eat for three days, that is a power that is uh, not to be messed with unnecessarily. Yes, absolutely. We should stand up and take notice of this and guard ourselves against it. Well, yesterday we learned from Elizabeth Reese, who is Steve Patterson's co-host on Twin Cities Live, the TV show, we learned that Paula Dean was going to be one of their guests. And we said, hmm, I wonder what this will do for Steve's juice cleanse. Well, sure enough, this is what everybody is talking about. The moment on the show where Paula Dean force-fed Steve hash browns. Come here, baby. Oh, Oh, oh. here we go. You are in for a romantic up in here. Paula, don't play with me. <laughs> hmm. So that is him being force-fed by and Paula by Dean. By force-fed, we mean she put food in his mouth. And he chewed it he and he swallowed it. He didn't try to avoid Mm-mm. getting food put in his mouth. I in fact, he almost begged they, for it. They, no, he was begging yeah. for it. And and they didn't address the juice cleanse. Mm-mm. You know, we gave Elizabeth a heads up like, hey, um, FYI, I don't know if you know this, but your co-host is not eating solid food for three days. Seems like that might be an issue on your show, which, by the way, most days requires you to eat food. Um, I, for example, can I just share? I filled in one day mm-hmm. with her mm-hmm. and they had solid food. Yeah. I was not eating sugar. Uh-huh. And so... Um, I just said, screw it, because I don't want to make, you know, bad TV. So, like, I get the pressure. So he did literally no preparation, did not share with anyone that that's what he was doing. No. And everybody's talking about that moment where Paula Dean fed him, and they think 
that Paula Dean made him do it. But I'd like to draw your attention to something that happened mm, about a minute prior. It sounded like this. What about this shrimp down here? There's a shrimp too that's on the grill. He said, what about this shrimp down here? This shrimp that's on the grill. He made a run around Paula Dean and independently used a fork to pick up said shrimp. So this is, yeah. And then used his fingers to put the shrimp in his mouth. So he's now eating food of his own accord. Which he did before he was force fed by Paula Dean. Everybody's talking about Paula Dean made him do it. No, Steve ate first by his own accord. Then she force fed him. It wasn't even forceful. Well, we were wondering what's going to happen on the 9 to Noon show on My Talk 1071 when Steve has to account for this. Guess what? We're going to listen to what happened this morning when he came to the table and said, I ate. All right. You guys want to talk about it? Yes. Let's talk about it. So yesterday on uh, Twin Cities Live, there was a big uproar afterward. I mean, last, last night I, I opened up Twitter casually. There were... I, there were so many mentions. There were so many people. There tweets that I was involved in. I thought, what is going on here? And uh, it had to do with Miss Paula Dean and me, her hand, my mouth, and some hash browns. Hash browns, you say? Hash browns. Those are hash browns that she fed me. Donna, okay. Donna was that in the recipe for the uh, for the? Buns? I don't remember any potatoes involved potatoes. in any of our juicing okay. recipes. Mm-mm. No. Here is a. Uh, so there was all this backlash of he cheated, he broke, he's weak, et cetera. Uh, listen, gang, I am your Rajneesh. <laughs> Donna. You're slowly losing credibility. <laughs> Donna. What? I am your Rajneesh. And your Rajneesh yesterday said to you and all of my sheep, now listen. Papa has a burden on his back. And that burden is Twin Cities Live. And that it is a show where we celebrate three Fs. Food, fashion, and fun. Food, fashion, and fun. So I told you... Shut it, Donna. Donna's sleeping actually because she's uh, nutrient deprived right now. She missed one of her shakes. (laughs) I know, I feel great actually. I told you ahead of time. Ryan, I told you, my child, ahead of time, mm. I would have to take bites of food on Twin Cities. You Live. said little bites. I've done. Listen, you I had one small bite. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I did, you did say that. I, I'm sure I said one small bite of each thing. So, like, there was a piece of shrimp, and I took a small bite of the shrimp. We and need then, not hear anymore. What happened? I asked we you. need not hear anymore. He, by the way, Who, is he convincing anyone? By the way, no. other than himself. Excuse me. Well, can I? Can <laughs> because I call? his own people are not buying it. Uh... I disagree because can I just, I need to call some people to the carpet and these are the Steve apologists in the crowd. What does that mean? I noticed this last night when people started posting photographs of Steve breaking his three day juice cleanse, which he roped everybody into on his TV show. A little bitter about it. Well, what I'm irritated with is that people are not aware of what has come over them. The person who is in charge of them has a whole different set of rules, but they're all going along with his excuses, right? Because, for example, we have um, Teresa who said, Steve said right out that given his role on Twin Cities Live, he may have to do food segments. He had to do it. No. Okay. No. As I told Steve this morning when I was in their studio or uh, in the prep area and Steve 
comes in and uh, the, he said something about, yeah, no, I told them from the beginning I was going to have to do this. I go, but then you're not doing a cleanse. Right. That's not a cleanse then. No. Like if it's a cleanse, except I get to not cleanse, then you're not cleansing. I don't care what you call it. I, I mean, you could have said I'm going to do a cleanse, but occasionally I'm going to have to eat. Um, but that's just what I'm doing. But no, you full in said, uh, we're doing a cleanse. This is a cleanse. You should do the cleanse with us, except you don't get to eat. But I get to eat. I get to eat. So there's 100 hungry people who did not get the shrimp. They did not get the hash browns. Yeah. And again, isn't the whole point of a cleanse like you don't eat because like you think it's got this magic because here's the thing. The cleanse is supposed to be these magical properties. Mm-hmm. Like you cleanse and, oh my God, after about hour seven, I started to hallucinate and I started to breathe um, uncontrollably and I couldn't see straight. It really felt amazing and to now be I freed know from, that... the, from the four walls of physical food. And now I know the true meaning of life. Yeah. No, that's just lies you tell yourself. So if you can't do the thing that you think is going to set you free then maybe the thing that's going to set you free ain't going to really set you free. Mm -mm. Because if you still have, it's like, I'm going to quit smoking except between the hours of 5 and 9 p.m. True. Then you're not quitting smoking. I quit smoking except for the couple cigarettes I have every day. I'm a vegetarian except for bacon. For example. Then then you're not a vegetarian. I'm vegan unless there's cake being served. Yeah. Right? Then you're not a vegan. Then you're not a vegan. Yeah. I'm, uh, you know, um, no, I was going to make a political joke and I, <laughs> I don't feel confident enough that we can handle that now. In any case, the bottom line is this. We've caught Steve in the middle of a gigantic lie. Yeah. We just pointed out that the emperor has no clothes. Yeah, I mean, that's all we did. What I want is for you, the audience, you, the 100 followers of this Steve juice cult. I want you all to know that your leader is pulling one over on you. And this is what cult leaders do. Yeah. They will. They tell you why you should do something. But we don't have to. They don't have to. Yeah. Because I've already achieved enlightenment. Yes. Mm. But I want to share my love and knowledge with you. Mm-hmm. I've always said that I would make a great cult leader someday. I just, you know, I, I can't be bothered. No. I've got too much other stuff going He's on. He's got time life. for that. <laughs> when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. Okay. So the Met Gala was last night. And I did not know enough about it before it started. And so upon seeing all of the pictures, I realized that it made me very, very uncomfortable. And I'm going to tell you why after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 107.1. So last night was the Met Gala in New York. And um, I didn't know anything. Really, I didn't. You didn't know what the theme was this year? I didn't. I wasn't paying attention to it. I knew it was happening and I knew we would see it. After the fact, we would see what all the celebrities showed up wearing. We'd see all the designers, etc. It's always a fun time. So I thought I'd pay attention to it later. Well, I was very uncomfortable. Oh. Uh, And I want to tell you why I was uncomfortable on the Colleen and Bradley show. Why, On my talk 1071. Couch and tell us what's really going on. We were streaming live at mytalk1071.com and doing everything entertainment, everything Colleen is totally uncomfortable. Oh. Um, okay, I, you know, that I'm, I might be overselling it. Here's what made me uncomfortable about it. So the first, this is, the, let me explain to you the trajectory of how I came to what the actual theme was, okay? I was going to say, are you going to tell people what the theme was? Yes, I promise I will get to that. So first I see Rihanna 
wearing what appears to me to be a take on the clothing that the Pope wears. And I thought, well, that was an interesting choice. Hmm. I wonder what the theme was. And then I did the reading and discovered the theme of last night's Met Gala was heavenly bodies, fashion, and the Catholic imagination. This is um, supposed to be kind of an uh, an art conversation around the artistic images of religious art that have been a part of our um, the art, the history of art, really, for as long as we've known, alongside current designers interpretations of that art right that's what the met gala is it's more than just a bunch of celebrities showing up wearing their fancy gowns it is a display of art but wearable art okay here's why i was uncomfortable i feel like when you unleash celebrities with basically the instructions to interpret art okay in clothing and also make people notice you and talk about you, right? Because that's part of why they go to the Met Gala is because they want to be the ones that are being talked about. They want to wear the most spectacular whatever. There's a, there is an opportunity for it to go from respectful um, homage to the art to complete sacrilege. Now, that didn't happen as well, far as say, I could tell. Do you tell. think that that happened? Well, not necessarily. And that's, but I will tell you that I was looking at the pictures through that lens of discomfort to see what people were wearing. Um, I just, it was interesting to me, my reaction to it. And this honestly comes from a perspective of a person of faith and a person who appreciates the art of the times that, that we're, that, that they are, um, that they are honoring in their clothing, right? That is visible in the Metropolitan Museum of Art and many art installations throughout the world, right? Mm -hmm. It was, my sense is that the people who did that art did it from a place, well, not, not always maybe, sometimes it was probably from a place of critique, but sometimes it was from a place of honor, Oh, yeah. No, I don't. I mean, I think you're being very careful about it. I mean, there are people who certainly um, maybe are not faithful people that were wearing uh, works of that sort of. uh, So like you had Rihanna, for example, wearing the Pope's mitre on a thing. But that is a reflection of the content that was. The theme, right? right? It wasn't her going, I want to wear one of them big popey hats. Right, right. Like that would be if you were uninformed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Doing something, then I would have a problem with it. I, as a general rule, if you want to criticize religion, go for it. I mean, that's, it's a free country, and I understand that that might make religious people uncomfortable. I mean, look at Madonna. For years, people were like, she is a blasphemous person, mm-hmm. and if you have very specific religious beliefs, it probably is blasphemous, but the beauty of America is you get to, both of those things can exist in the world. And I, I think if you did go into last night's um, Met Gala thinking that or not having any idea or background or understanding why they were wearing um, costumes mm-hmm. that were bejeweled with religious iconography that you might think like that's just inappropriate. I'm sure there are a lot of people who don't know anything about the Met Gala. They see a picture like Rihanna show up in social media where they see Madonna and they're like, oh, those Hollywood types, they just hate religion and they think it's cute and they can just make fun of it and blah, blah, blah. But if you actually do sit down and read words mm-hmm. and, you know, think critically about something, you realize you know, this wasn't just people like throwing on a Pope's hat and, you know, getting crunked. Right. And, th- and that's, I think, where I'm uncomfortable. I mean, the, all of the things you just said, coupled with just the sensation of, oh, I didn't know what I was walking into when I started to scroll through mm-hmm. these pictures. That was the part that made me so uncomfortable. It seemed like there was some there were like areas where people could have gone astray in a really offensive way. Now, thankfully, at least, like I said, most of what I've seen has not like offended me, but I'm sure it's offended somebody, you know, to see Kim Kardashian with gold crosses um, kind of adorning her. People might have some thoughts about that. And I, you know, I would entertain an interesting conversation about that for sure. Mm -hmm. In any case, The Met Gala, there will be more to be said about that in the next hour. When we come back, it's time for our Lord and Lady D-Bag on My Talk 107.1. Celebrities behaving badly. We like to collect them on the Colleen and Bradley show. And uh, this is where we tell you about them in a segment that we call Lord and Lady D-Bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Alrighty then. So the Met Gala happened. We have to have a Met Gala related douchebag. And this one is about a celebrity, but the celebrity's not the douchebag. It's the celebrity tabloid. And the celebrity tabloid is page six oh, in this no. particular case. Oh, no. I mean, I like page six. Oh, usually. I like page six too, but, but don't be dumb. I don't true. care who you are. All right. I'm going to call you out. Okay. What? Okay. Take your pills, drink mm-hmm. your juice, Shelby. Only not a juice cleanse. Nick Jonas took Subway to Met Gala. Like a six inch or? Uh, excuse you? I, oh, like, the sandwich. Uh, <laughs> I was like, God, you're a pervert. Um, when I think about Nick Jonas, I kind of get, you know, have dirty thoughts, though. So that's no. The headline on the damn page six is so basically saying guy takes Subway to Met Gala. Celebrity Danes. To descend the stairs to the bowels of the underbelly of the city uh, and rides with the common folk to one of the most glamorous events of the year. Excuse me, please. Who cares? Oh, first of all, know your audience. People, all people in New York take the subway. Oh, yeah. 
celebrities take the subway. This is not new. Mm-hmm. So then I asked myself, well, why is page six reporting this then? Did he, you know, lick a fan's face? Did he give a fan his panties? I mean, like, what is the... What's the real headline what's the here? Real, did he flash some nipple? <laughs> On uh, the platform, did he push someone? Ooh, that would be big. Tragically, that has happened before. Not Nick Jonas. Don't sue. Um, No. Do you know what he did? What did he do? He chronicled his journey. I would just like you to sit with this, please. Okay. He chronicled his journey. Okay. Nick Jonas took some pictures of himself on On the the subway subway platform. platform. Mm Mm-hmm. And page six would like you to know that uh, not everyone arrived at Monday's Met Gala in black SUVs and swanky cars. Oh, no. Nick Jonas arrived using the New York City subways for the humble sum of $2.75 per ride. The 25-year-old pop star chronicled his journey on Instagram, capturing station signs and passing trains on his way to the Metropolitan Museum of Art. <laughs> Excuse me. He got on the subway and went to the event. <laughs> I mean, to me, the bigger headline, though, to this is the fact that his suit probably cost about as much as all of the subway cars combined. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, you're right. Celebrities totally ride the subway. This is not new, and they probably do. No, and it's not ride the news. subway You're, in in their finery. If I want to follow Nick Jonas, and he does this great for him, but somebody got paid to sit down and write an article about how awesome Nick Jonas is for riding with the common folk. He even posed for a photo at the 68th Street Hunter College Station in his tailored D and G suit, with a which featured a cross pendant and gold thread. It was probably the most time-efficient and economical way to arrive. (laughs) What is the laziest article? You can do better, Page Six. Uh, Yes. And by the way, please do. Yeah. Please do do better, because we yeah, we please could do write do this. Better. Yeah, Derek Bryson Taylor. If indeed, if that indeed, is your real name. That is your real name. I'm going to look him up. Does it have like a Twitter account? Because mm. I might just have to tell him about yeah. this. Yeah, oh, follow well, him on Twitter. He's posing with a cute little puppy dog on Twitter, so now we can't. Okay, fine. No, puppy dog. Well, and he's we'll got, just talk about him. All right. It's fine. We don't have to tell he's him that we're listening. talking about him. He doesn't know. No. Uh, okay, guess what? Oh my gosh, this is interesting. In a shocking turn of events. My D-Bag is also a publication. Oh, I know. look at that. Actually, it's a, is two it publications. The, is it about the Met Gala? No, it's oh. actually not. This is uh, not Met Gala related. However, it is our show yesterday related. Uh, I am calling out the Daily Mail and the Sun for reporting a story that turns out to not be true. And it was the story that brought me more delight than often my children can even oh. bring me. The story, the story of Beyonce's braids getting stuck in a flywheel on her soul cycle okay. was not true. So you told us a story yesterday about Beyonce getting her braids uh, and or hair weave caught in a, a cycle thing. And that led me to ask you a bunch of questions like how did, did somebody see it? Did she not pull out a piece of her scalp? And then we were talking to some other ladies and they were like, yeah. Why was she at Soul Cycle? Because Beyonce's very private. She just doesn't like show up. If at you're a Beyonce, class. you ha- Soul Cycle comes to you. You don't trot. So how out do we know it's to- fake? 
because TMZ says that it's not true. Uh, sources tell TMZ uh, that this story did not actually happen. Uh it doesn't really say how they know that, but they say it didn't actually happen, but it is similar to a scene that is in the new Amy Schumer movie, I Feel Pretty, and that Beyonce did get her hair cut in a fan in 2013. Yeah, because we mentioned that yesterday. Yes, but no. Okay, so... It didn't actually happen. Surprise. Don't believe everything you read in tabloids. <sighs> Nothing is real are and you, everyone smokes. Are you bummed by that? I kind of am. I Why? because I liked the story. I you know, I liked the story this for the same reason somebody made it up and passed it along and somebody else wrote about it. Because the the theme of the story that people are attracted to is the idea of the queen bee like trotting she's out just of her like house us. and going to a soul cycle she's class. Just like us. Yeah. Hey, Celebrities are not just like us, nor should they be. That's the yes. whole point of getting to be a celebrity is that you get to do things that we don't get. And the reason we care about you is not because we actually care about you as much as like the new wave of like, mm, show me what you're eating for dinner and I'm totally going to care. No, the beauty of paying attention to celebrities is because they are living a life that you will never get a chance to live. It's like why the British people love the royal family. They will never be able to have that experience. Mm-hmm. It's probably why we love the British royal family. And now we love our own royal family, the Kardashians. Like it or don't. I mean, you just have to accept it. R- right? You know yes. what I'm saying? Though? Yes. I mean, I think I'm being, you know. No, uh, I agree with you. Because you're right. The story, like the notion of... Here's the other thing. This is seriously all this is is a a case of that game telephone that you used to play when you were little, because I bet the original story was some random lady got her braids stuck in the wheel at a soul cycle class while they were cycling to a Beyonce song. And then when it traveled through all of the storytelling, it got to somebody who actually mattered. And the story became that Beyonce got her hair stuck in the, all I'm saying is there might be part of this that's rooted in reality, but the reality is not that Beyonce ever was at a soul cycle. Some lady named Beverly got her hair stuck in a soul cycle and it wasn't even a soul cycle. It was like the why. Yeah, and they were, she was listening on her headphones to Beyonce, and you could tell because she was singing all the single ladies off key. But then all of those extra details got dropped. But I also would like to get—I would also like to congratulate Soul Cycle right now because now they're associated with Beyonce getting her hair stuck well, in the wheel at their classes. Where the story came from. Thank you. I'm going to start spreading rumors about my talk 1071. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beyonce got her hair stuck Nicholas in a Cage microphone. Nicholas Cage was in the prep no, area. No, nope, you're doing it wrong. What? Nicholas Cage is not going to get us the attention we need. You don't no. think? No. 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 Oh, well, who? Who then? Uh, pray Wait tell. a minute. Hold, please. I think I actually do. Have... Was it Nicholas Cage? No, it wasn't. It was. It can't who? be like super A-list. It's got to be somebody who's believable. Who bought Um, who bought that guy's jock strap? Ew. 
Oh, John Oliver. Okay, so John Oliver but wearing Russell Crowe's Crow's jockstrap. John Oliver bought it? Yes. And he donated to a blockbuster video in Alaska. Did you? Why? Were you not here for that? Must not have been. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, Russell Crowe. So many words that you just said. Russell Crowe was auctioning off a lot of uh, his I own personal affects because it, and it was called The Art of Divorce was what this auction was called. So in his divorce, he decided to auction all the stuff off. One of the things being auctioned was the jock strap that he wore in what film like a leather gladiator gladiator or cinderella man okay so it's a leather jock strap okay it was up on the on the block we all thought that's hilarious somebody's gonna get his disgusting never washed pervy perf pants sweaty disgusting leather jock strap and guess who the pervy pervy pants was it was john oliver and then as holly said did you catch the end of that he donated it to where a blockbuster video why so that people would go to the Blockbuster video. And are there still Blockbuster videos? In Alaska. Yeah. That's kind of like the one place that used to sell McDonald's pizza in West Virginia until it didn't anymore because they finally shut them down. Or the like one last hojo in the world. Um, I'm actually looking to see how many Blockbuster video locations are there. As of 2017, there were three in Alaska. Three remaining blockbuster video brick and mortar stores, right? In Alaska. Uh, One was in South Anchorage. Oh, wait, no, that one closed. Sorry about that. Anchorage, Soldatna, and Fairbanks, Alaska. Uh, And that is basically it. Those are all the brick and mortar blockbuster stores that exist in the United States any longer. And now they have a leather jockstrap from Russell Crowe. So they can go see it? Yeah, That's apparently. I mean, cool. do they put it on display? Or they must. They should charge admission. I wonder what it smells like. Ish. No. I bet for a price, you could probably you find sm- out. Think it, did, did he wash it, do you think? How do you wash a leather jock strap? I don't know. I've With never had one, but... Oil? S- sanitary wipes? No, oh, I oh, think no. you have to use like a conditioning oil. Okay, I can't. I can't nice continue to muse about so that. Gross. Your body. Never. Okay, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, wait no more. It is time for the throwback live at 145. Yes, queen! We'll find out who is victorious today after this on My Talk 1071. The time has come for Tuesday's edition of the throwback live at 145 on the Colleen and Bradley show. Bradley on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and our very own throwback live at 145. I feel the need, the need for speech. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. I love the smell of night pump in the morning. Oh, righty then. It's throwback live. Oh, you betcha, yeah. At 145. Go ahead, make my day. Here's Holly Roberts. Oh, yeah. It's Tuesday's edition of the Throwback Live at 145. A little game you like to play on the Colleen and Bradley show. Here's how the game works. We'll play five vintage pop culture audio clips. The first to guess three correctly will win the throwback live at 145. Colleen and Bradley buzz in by shouting out their name. Exactly, just like that. That was first. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Now, Colleen Lindstrom, you have in your possession... Possession? Exactly. The victory tally. I do. I have the current tallies of total wins during the throwback live at 145. Bradley Trainer is uh, 
bragging about 24 wins. I didn't say anything, actually. That's your Yet. projection. And mm. I, Colleen Lindstrom, have happily won oh, God. 18. Blow it out your tube and blurbles. Thank you, Rose Nyland. Oh, well, good one. Thank, thank you. you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, let's get going with the Throwback Live at 145. Our first vintage pop culture audio clip, Colleen Bradley. Please correctly identify this. Yeah. Colleen. You- oh, no, no. I hate you. Colleen. That's office space. <laughs> yeah. If you just yeah. go ahead and make sure you do that from now on, that would be great. Get the TPS and uh, I'll go ahead and make sure you get another copy of that memo. Okay. Okay. Somebody told my tipler. Yes. Oh, I love them. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Movie? Yes, yes I got one. Too much flair. The classic movie Office Space. Colleen Lindstrom, mm-hmm. you guessed that correctly. Thank the you. point is yours. Bradley Trainer. you don't have any points yet. I hesitated. Yet. I shouldn't have hesitated. Mm. <sighs> this well, is life, yeah. though. Live and learn, yeah. dude. Yeah. Take that lesson. Oh, I will. Don't you worry. And move forward to our second vintage pop culture audio clip. Colleen Bradley, please correctly identify this. In five, four, three, two. Live on tape from Hollywood. The hell is that? Colleen. Colleen. The opening to Star Search? It's not. Uh, no. It's not. Wait, okay, I get to guess. Can you play it again? In five, four, three, two. Live on tape from Hollywood. Is that, um, I don't know, up all night? Uh, it's about as ludicrous as your answer. Is it David the Gnome? Uh, <laughs> what is it? It's the theme from the Larry Sanders show. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't have known that. <laughs> Pop culture blind spot. Mm-hmm. Okay, so zero, yeah, for zero that one. points for that one, meaning Colleen Lindstrom, you're yes. still in the lead with one point. Bradley Trainer, yes. you don't have any points yet. But it's anybody's game. Moving on to our third vintage pop culture audio clip. Please identify this. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. Isn't that Tazon Day? Um, chocolate rain. No. Oh, I was so it close. It did sound a little Didn't bit like it. it. Yeah. I'm I would have keep... guessed that if I would have been impulsive, but I'd like to listen oh, to a listen little to more. You. Here you go. <clears throat> oh, Colleen, God. that is Genie in a Bottle oh, by Christina Aguilera. I, I really thought it should have been chocolate rain. Okay, well, well but it's not chocolate but it's rain. Not. But you but thought it was too. Can we listen to the beginning again? Because I do, rain. I do feel like perhaps chocolate rain is slightly derivative of genie in a bottle, and or we never versa. realized it. 
Okay, we're going to investigate that <laughs> further see? because I would like to draw that corollary and I will do that for you tomorrow, putting mm-hmm. it on my notes. Tayson Day follows me on Twitter, by I the way. Me oh, too. God, you are totally. No, all you have to do is follow him. He'll I follow was going to say, yeah. like, big whoop de doo. That's like the day that Colleen thought. <laughs> Who was it again? No Name Stakes. No Name Stakes. She was really excited when No Name Stakes <laughs> followed her. Guess what? No Name Stakes social media done by whom? Our interactive department. Yes. So basically people you work with <laughs> followed all the radio people. I mean, I get it. It's exciting, right? No oh. Name Stakes. Okay, well, but the well, best news is... The best news is Colleen Lindstrom, you have two points. Bradley But Trainer. it's still anybody's game. That's right. It's still anybody's game because we have two more vintage pop culture audio clips to play. Now, Colleen Lindstrom, if you guess this correctly, you will win the throwback live oh, at 145. Oh, no pressure. Bradley, you could still stay in the game. This one is short. This one is brief. Our fourth vintage pop culture audio clip. Please identify this. T-O-R-A-R. Bradley Trainer. Yes. That is Star Trek Next Generation. <gasps> hey! I'm back. I'll play I play it again. I I'm back. T.L. Grey Hot. T.L. Grey Hot. Captain Jean-Luc Picard. Jean-Luc Picard from His the Star Trek favorite Enterprise. favorite beverage. Very sophisticated. Don't tea. look at that. Don't I don't know what you're talking about. Earl Grey Hot. That's fine. You don't have oh, to Oh, he said tea. Earl Grey Hot. Listen. He wants hot Earl Grey tea. Listen. Oh, wow, I thought, smart. no, stop no, it. No, I thought quiet. those were commands. Be okay? quiet. Listen. Tea Earl Grey Hot. That is a command to the computer tea. that will make his tea for him. Earl Grey Hot. Exactly. All right. I mean, I thought it was like a command that was going to make him fly through outer space, but whatever. I thought it was like coordinates Yeah, no, or I think in mm. the future, you will simply direct spaceships with foods. I can't macaroni, wait. Cheese and macaroni. <laughs> Hot. Hot. <laughs> Mediocre. Lukewarm. Okay, but really. Yeah, but really, Colleen Lindstrom, you still have two points. Bradley Trainer oh, has a point. That okay, means Bradley, I could tie it up, You bitch. could tie it up. And you move. did just tie it up. No, he didn't. Oh, he has no, I did My God, pay attention. Yeah, pay attention. Colleen, you have two points. Okay. Bradley, you have one point. Okay. Bradley, if you guess this correctly, you could from tie behind. the game and then we'll move into our bonus round. Mm-hmm. Here's our fifth vintage pop culture audio clip. Guess this. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. Mr. Rogers, Mr. Rogers, I tied it up. Wow, Colleen, All you hesitated. Right. Now we I can't. did, and I shouldn't have. Now we can't reminisce <laughs> about <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Rogers. <laughs> We're running out of time. We're we running gotta, out of time. Bonus round. Here's our sixth bonus round vintage pop culture audio clip. Please identify this. Bradley Trainer. Bradley? Is that not... It's not Inspector Gadget, is it? Uh, oh, I'll keep playing. Go slipping through the cracks, but these two gum shoes are picking up the slack. There's no case too big, no case too small. When you need help, just oh my God, it's a verifiable tie. Colleen. That's oh, Chippendale. Okay. And you rescue Rangers in the clip. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. I that's, just won. That's cheating. Oh no, it's not, Judge. Oh, it totally is. You can't. Ha- well, she picked it, so of course she's gonna say it's fine. It's fine. I won. Oh, current tally going up. I have now 19 total wins in the throwback live to Bradley's 24. Thank you, Chip and Dale. You're still a week away. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. We've got more thoughts from the Met Gala. Bradley's going to tell us what he thought after this on My Talk 107. Everyone loves buying holiday gifts. 
But the credit card hangover? Not so much. Well, Old Navy is outdoing even Santa with their prices this season. They have incredible prezzies for everyone on your list, like matching jingle jammies, statement-making coats, and the coziest sweaters. And Old Navy has tons of gifts for under 15 bucks. So you can buy yourself a little something too. Sorry, not sorry. So pop by a store or visit oldnavy.com.